for the week of September 14 through September 20, 2012. I'm your host, David Tanner, and glad you could be with us here today on Main Menu. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. We are always glad to have our returning listeners coming back with us again. Well, we do have quite a program lined up today. And so let's start by looking at what we have today. And then we've got a couple of short announcements and we'll get right into our presentations for today. First up on today's program, Mr. Paul Warner is back with the third part of his review of OB 2.0 Daisy Creation Software. Then David Woodbridge from Vision Australia is going to come and talk to us about changes in access to Spotlight and voiceover access to Spotlight in Mountain Lion. Then Macy McLean comes in and she is going to be reviewing and demoing for us the NFB Newsline app for iOS for your iPhone, iPad, or iTouch. And then David Woodbridge is going to come back with a short presentation for us on voiceover sounds in Mountain Lion. And that's our lineup of things here on Main Menu today. Just a couple of quick things for you. As you know, uh, probably know, the Apple iPhone 5 was introduced this week and pre-order started today the 14th of September and it will be available in the Apple stores starting Friday the 21st and the iOS 6 for your iPhone, iTouch and iPad will be available for download Wednesday next week on September the 19th and next Friday night and we will be airing a special on the iPhone 5 and iOS 6 on main menu so you want to be sure you come back next week and hear all about the new accessibility things in the iPhone 5 and iOS 6 so don't forget to be with us next week for that special on iOS 6 and the iPhone 5 we're going to go ahead now and get right into our sections for this evening you have a great weekend we'll see you back here next week All of us here on the Main Menu team consider your thoughts, questions, suggestions, and any other feedback that you may have very important. To interact with us on the show, you can send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. If you would like to find past show archives and more information about Main Menu, you can visit our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. If you would like to interact with us on Twitter and see all the latest show news, you can follow us by visiting www.twitter.com slash mainmenu or by following at mainmenu. If you would like to receive show announcements in your inbox and interact with other Main Menu listeners, you can subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list by sending a blank email to mm friends 
mm-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. If you're interested in other ACB Radio programming besides Main Menu, you can learn more about ACB Radio by visiting www.acbradio.org. If you would like to receive Main Menu as a weekly podcast, you can do so by subscribing to the Main Menu podcast feed with the URL http slash slash mainmenu.acbradio.org slash rss.php. You can also hear us by subscribing to Main Menu in the iTunes Store or by finding us in the iBlink radio app made by Serotech for iOS and Android-powered devices. Finally, we are heard on radio reading services from all over the world. The radio reading service in your state or country may already be carrying main menu every week. If you would like to receive announcements about the latest ACB radio programming news, including main menu, you can subscribe to the ACB radio announce-only mailing list by sending an email to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. Finally, if you would like to interact with listeners of all ACB Radio programs, you can subscribe to the ACB Radio Friends List by sending a blank email to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. Anytime that you have any comments, questions, or suggestions that you would like us to hear, please get in touch with us. Creating a title section. So we have our three sections, or chapters, or podcasts, um, ready to be exported as a daisy book. But before we do that, there's one thing that we need to do. And this is not actually explained at all, I think, in the help file. And that is that uh, we really should put in a title section so that when you play back your daisy book, particularly on a portable player such as the Victor Reader Stream, um, when you navigate to it, it will just read out that title as opposed to playing the daisy book from the beginning of the actual book. So what I have done is, is I have created a WAV file uh, using the Ivona Emma voice, which is uh, the voice that you've been hearing in this podcast used by NVDA. It is a, a SAPI 5 voice. At the moment, I'm in the tree view. What being tree view item expanded focused selected one of three level zero. And I'm going to insert a section um, before that, uh, which will be the title section. So I'll go to the sections menu. File alt edit alt view alt v sections alt add section control add subsection insert section alt control h. What's the one? Review, edit, selected, untitled section. I'm going to call this title. Selection removed. Title 1 of 4 level 0. What beam expanded to of title 1 of 4 level 0. Okay, so I'm going over to the contents view. Title empty, depth. Which of course is empty and press Control I to import the audio. Open dialog file name, file name, combo box collapsed, edit all day. Look in, combo box, my first daisy book collapsed, tool, toolbar, my recent documents button, folder view list, backup not selected, one of three, data two of three, DTB title wave three of three. Now that's the file, the wave file, DTB title, uh, press enter on that. 
Import audio file settings. Create section for each audio file checkbox not checked. It was a very short file, so it just uh, has imported it very, very quickly. Sort files as split phrase, phrase size, OK button. My first daisy book C. Documents and settings are my documents. My first. If I play that. My first daisy book by Paul Warner. There we are. It's the same voice. I'm going to go back to the tree view. Tree view. Title one of four level zero. What beam expanded two of four level zero. Title one of four level zero. I'll play that. My first daisy book by Paul Warner. What beam expanded two of four level zero. Welcome. Level one. Okay, that's it. Exporting the project as a daisy book. Now we can go ahead and create the daisy book. And to do this, we go to the tools menu. File Alt F. Edit Alt View Alt Section Phrases Alt Transport Alt Tools Alt T. Preferences Alt Control F. Export Audio Alt Export as Daisy Control E. Export as Daisy. That's what we want. Daisy Standard Selection. Daisy 3 Radio Button Checked. Daisy 3 Radio Button Checked. Right. Now you can uh, create a Daisy book in the 3.0 format or 2.0. Uh, and it's defaulted to 3.0, which is what we'll keep. OK button. Cancel button. Daisy 3 radio button checked. OK button. So that's the only option that we have here. I'll press OK. Select export directory. Export directory. Edit all text. Selected C. Documents and settings in my documents. My first Daisy book. Daisy 3 export. Right. Um, so the first option that we have here is the output directory, which I'm going to keep the default uh, setting for that. Select button. Alt S. Create one audio file per section till combo box collapsed. Edit auto. Selected each level. Right. Um, we can create an audio file for each uh, of the sections in the daisy book as opposed to creating one giant audio file. Um, if you've gone into Windows Explorer to explore the contents of a, a daisy book on a CD, for example, you probably will have seen many MP3 files which make up the audio part of the daisy book anyway. Um, and so this part of the dialogue dictates whether you will have separate audio files for each of the sections and if so, at what level. Encode to MP3 checkbox checked. Now this checkbox, if unchecked, will result in your audio files being exported as a daisy book, but in the WAV format, they will not be compressed. Um, I have not ever seen a daisy book in WAV format, but I can imagine that if you were producing a daisy book, for example, uh, an instruction manual on how to process high-end audio, you might want to uncheck that box, but for the moment, we'll keep it checked. Bitrate. Combo box collapsed. Edit altar. Selected 64. Right, that's the bitrate for the MP3 compression, and it's defaulted to 64. Um, I'll go up and down to see what the, the extremes are. 48. 32. 32. 32 is the lowest bitrate. 48. 64. 128. 128. Uh, 128 is the, the highest, but we'll keep 64. 64. Selection removed. Selected 60. OK button. Auto. Press OK. Cancel button Alt C. And we have a status dialog. Cancel. Progress by one read only. Now, unlike the import audio status dialog, this one does provide some feedback, but um, it is very, very slow, and you will find sometimes that uh, it seems to be stuck on a particular percentage, but if that happens, don't abandon hope, it will actually finish. Um, so I'll just check the percentage again. Progress bar 66 read only. It seems that we're at 66. It's not reading out the percentage at the moment. Progress bar 66 read only. It tends to get stuck at 66, but uh, I'll pause the recording and then come back later.
project exported to daisy dialog exported project to daisy indirectory c documents and settings are my documents my first daisy book daisy 3 export ok button now that took a bit of a long time uh, i think we're talking about five six minutes possibly um, and yet that's a fairly simple daisy book that i've created there out of uh, audio which lasts perhaps um, certainly less than two hours so if you were producing um, a fairly sizable daisy book, say 15, 16 hours, with lots of sections and phrases, um, you can imagine how long that would take. Um, I presume it's worth it in the end, though. So we'll press OK. My first daisy book, see, documents and settings in my documents. My first daisy book, project OBOB, review, battery charger 3 of 3 level 0, battery charger 3 of 3 level 0. Recording into OB. The Daisy book I just created used pre-existing audio files, which can be either in WAV or MP3 format. But what if you want to create a Daisy book by recording your own or someone else's voice? OB 2.0 is quite good at that because it has an accessible interface uh, when trying to get a recording level. It uses what it calls audio clues, which you can turn on or off from the preferences dialog. So what I'm going to do is to create a new project uh, for recorded voice here. Uh, I'm on the desktop, so press O to go to OB. OB 2.020 of 40. Press that. Welcome to OB. Create a new project button, all 10. Right, this time I'm just going to go straight to the program without uh, creating a new project. Create a new project from input button. Open an existing pro Open last project. Open OB with no project button, all T. That's the one. OB, pane. Okay. And just like any other uh, word processor or audio software, if you hit Control N, you will create a new project, and that's what I'm going to do. Create a new project, title Edit Alt T. Selected and titled OB Project. Or give it a name, Recorded Voice. Selection. E Automatically create a title section with this title checkbox not checked all day. Now, I do want to create a, a section with that name, so I'll press spacebar to check it. Checked. ID, edit all tie, selected one after generate button or location edit all select button or OK button auto. Empty directory before using it. Dialog directory C documents and settings in my documents recorded voice is not empty. If you want to empty this directory before using it, choose yes. If you want to use this directory as is, choose number, no button all ten. Now, it's asking me this because before when I was playing with OB 2.0, uh, I did a similar exercise and called a project recorded voice. So it has found that folder. It knows that there's stuff already in the folder and it's asking me if I want to delete the pre-existing audio, which I do. Uh, so I'm going to press yes. Yes button, alt Y. Recorded voice, C, documents and settings in my documents. Recorded voice, project OBOB, pane, preview. Level zero, recorded voice, one of one. And there's the initial section. So now uh, I need to go to the transport menu to find the record option. File Alt F, Edit Alt T, View Alt V, Sections Alt S, Phrases Alt P, Transport Alt A, Play P, Pause Unavailable, Stop Control Space, Fast Play L, Preview Unavailable, Record R, Start Monitoring Controller S. We have either Start Monitoring, which is which would have been Control R straight from the working space. Or start recording directly. Control Shift R. Control Shift R would have started the recording without going through the uh, the monitoring of the audio. But we want to get a proper recording level here. At least try out the features of these audio clues. Start monitoring. Control R S. So once so press Enter. Preview. Recorded voice one of one level zero. Recorded voice one of one level zero. 
Right at this point, if I start to talk, low. I get a voice telling me low. that my recording level is low. Low. So I'm going to put the recording level up. Low. Just adjust the fader here. Low. Hello. Good. Good. It's saying if I really speak very good. If I really speak very loudly, I should get good. If I really speak very good. If I come very hi, close, hi. Uh, yes, you see it's saying hi. So it says hi if you good. if your level is too high. Good. And it says good if if it's good. medium. And good. if you're too quiet, it will say like, hello, 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 hello. Hello. Well, it's not responding at the moment. I think you have to, if I see something that's perhaps a bit quiet, uh, you see it says low. So, low. I, so I think I have a reasonable... Good. Um, that's good. it. I have a good level. And so low. if I speak at uh, roughly that kind of... Good. If I speak at that kind of level, then the resulting quality low. should be okay. Low. So low. I'm kind of low to good at the moment, which will do good. for me. Uh, now, from this position, I can then start recording good. by pressing Control R again, and uh, the lady will stop telling me what my level is. Good. This is the first sentence of the first recording. This is the second sentence of the first recording. And you will notice that as I am speaking, I am putting in some pauses, because that will be useful for the automatic phrase detection later on. And this is the last, this is the last sentence of the first recording. Sleep mode off, phrase 24.45 seconds. Now let's play that just by pressing space. This is the first sentence of the first recording. This is the second sentence of the first recording. And you will notice that as I am speaking, I am putting in some pauses because that will be useful for the automatic phrase detection later on. And this is the last, this is the last sentence of the first recording. Now, there was an aborted sentence uh, in that uh, recording, um, which will be handy because I'll be able to delete that as a particular phrase later on. Now, let's see what happens if I start to record immediately. Right, I'm going to press Control-Shift-R to commence recording. Right, this is the start of the second recording, and this is the second sentence of the second recording, and I'm going to stop here by pressing space. Sleep mode off, phrase 10.12 seconds. Right, this is the start of the second recording, and this is the second... So we're in the contents view, and I'm going to check the status bar. Status strip one selected phrase, two of the 10.12 seconds. And we have two phrases there. If I go back to the first phrase... Phrase 24.45 seconds. It's over 24 seconds, and I can start that by pressing space. This is the first sentence of the first recording. Let's pause, and if I go to the second one by pressing right arrow... Phrase 10.12 seconds. That's just over 10 seconds long. Right, this is the start of the second recording. That's it. Now, we could go on adding phrases like this just simply by pressing record and then stopping, but what if we want to add a new section and record into that? We create new sections and subsections in exactly the same way as we did when we created the first Daisy book. So I'm going to go back to the table of contents tree view by pressing F6. Tree view, recorded voice, one of one level zero. And there's only one section there. So if I want to add a new section, I press Control H again. Edit, selected and titled section. And I'm going to call this one, uh, second section. I'm very imaginative. Selection, second, D. Second section, two of to level zero. Right. 
Now I'm going to press F6 to go back to the contents view where I'll then press Control Shift R to start recording. Second section empty, depth one. Resume recording from pause position. Dialogue recording is being resumed from paused state. Choose yes to resume from the pause position or choose no to resume it from the current selection. Yes button Alt Y. Now, this gives you an option. Obviously, uh, we were at a particular position in the earlier recording, and uh, Obi is asking us if we want to resume from that point. But no, we don't. We want to start recording straight into a new section, which is the one which is selected in the tree view. So uh, we have to answer no to this question then. No button, all ten. Recorded voice, C. Doc. And now Phrase we... empty. Now we are recording in the second section, and hopefully this will come out as planned. Let's see, so I'll press space. And check the status bar. Status strip one selected phrase one of one 12.5 to seconds in content view. Okay, and I'll press space to play it. And now we, now we are recording in the second section, and hopefully this will come out as planned. Which it did, good. So back over in the tree view. Tree view, second section two of to level zero. You can then go up and down. Recorded voice one of to level zero. That's the first one, press space. This is the first sentence of the first recording. Stop that, go down the tree view. Second section two of to level zero. And now we, now we are recording in the second section. Now we know how to add a section by pressing Ctrl H, or of course you can do it from the sections menu. And the way that works is by placing a section at the same level as the one you're already focused on in the tree view, at the end of the tree view or, or at the end of the section, whichever is appropriate. But what if you want to insert a section between sections you already have? So we're on the second section here. Second section two of to level zero. But what if we want to insert a section between that and the first one? Well, let's go to the sections menu. File Alt F, Edit Alt T, View Alt V, Sections Alt S, Add Section Control A, Add Subsection Control Shift H, Insert Section Alt Control H I. Okay, we can insert a section here. So I'll press Enter. Review Edit Selected Untitled Section. I'm going to call this one Inserted Section. Selection. Inserted section 2 of 3 level 0. Okay, over to the contents view. Inserted section M. Control Shift R. Resume recording from pause position. Dialogue recording is being resumed. We're going to answer no. Recorded voice C. Doc. And this is the start of the inserted section that we're going to record. I'm going to press space to stop. I'm going to play that back. And this is the start of the inserted section that we're going to record. And again, if we go back to the tree view... Tree view, inserted section 2 of 3 level 0. It's at uh, 2 of 3, and uh, if I go back to the first section... Recorded voice 1. Play that. This is the first sentence of the first recording. Then down to... Inserted section 2 of 3 level 0. Play that. This is the start of the inserted section. And then down to the last one. Second section 3 of 3 level 0. And now we... Now we are recording in the second section. Just as we did with the Daisy book that we just finished, we can change the levels of these sections and turn a section into a subsection. So I'm going to go back up to the inserted section. Inserted section two of three level zero. And make that a level one. 
Level 1 inserted section 1 of 1. So it now becomes a subsection of... Level 0 recorded voice expanded 1 of 2. And I can close that if I wish in the tree view. Collapsed. And then go down to the next chapter. Second section 2 of to level 0. So second section, we can open it back recorded up again. Recorded voice expanded. Level 1 inserted section... And there it is again. So what this shows you is that whether or not you are importing single files to compile a lazy book or recording voice, you can do all of that in a non-linear fashion so that you can record chapter 7 and then maybe chapter 1 or, or whatever and you can just juggle around the sections and insert sections and you can even insert phrases in the contents view as well uh, which is something that you just couldn't really do with tape in the old days. Managing phrases. Now, I've only briefly mentioned phrases earlier in this uh, podcast, uh, and I'll pay a bit more attention to them just now. Um, now, in the world of DAISY format, a phrase can be anything you like, but it's usually a paragraph or a sentence or even a clause in a sentence. And uh, some phrases can have a, a special meaning. For example, they could begin a page uh, or a section called a heading, um, and you can do this in OB, you can specify a role for these phrases. I won't go into that in any detail, but the, the general idea is that when you do have a DAISY book which has phrase level navigation, it means that you can then jump from paragraph to paragraph or sentence to sentence or page to page in whichever manner the, the DAISY book has been formatted. So let's have a look at the phrases menu in OB. File Alt F, Edit Alt View Alt V, Sections Alt S, Phrases Alt P, F, Add Blank Phrase Control B Unavailable B. Add a blank phrase. Now, what would you do with that? You can set up blank phrases and then record into them later, so they effectively are placeholders uh, within uh, a particular section. Um, so phrases are, are parts of a section. Um, and if you don't want to use phrase navigation at all, you don't need to, to know any of this at all. Add empty pages, control shift to be unavailable, P. Add an empty page. Well, if you are producing, say, a professionally uh, made daisy book of an existing paper book, then you often find that the, um, the, the paper version of the book has blank pages. And so the pagination, the, the page numbers need to be in sync with the recording. And if you are automatically generating pages in OBI, you'll want to be able to add a blank page if such exists in the original. Import audio files, control unavailable I. Now we've used the import audio uh, command before when we were making the first easy book and again I would prefer to see that command on the file menu split phrase control you unavailable s right when when you've recorded a phrase uh, you can split it into two manually by using that command merge unavailable M that's the reverse of splitting crop audio alt control Q unavailable R crop audio um, this is just an audio editing tool where, for example, uh, when I was making the, the first Daisy book, you can remember that I cut out some audio from the, the last chapter. Uh, when you crop audio, this is the reverse of that process because what you want to do here is to keep what's in the selection and delete the audio either side of it so that you get one phrase and you just want to keep a middle portion of it and crop audio will therefore delete what's before and what's after. Phrase is to do F9 unavailable T. Phrases to do, or the F9 key, this is a, a command that you can use on the fly by pressing F9. So you can um, 
basically set a kind of, of placeholder or bookmark, but not in the sense of a bookmark that we know it as, uh, when using a player. Um, but it will just compile a list of places in the audio that you want to come back to later for more detailed editing so that you can do that while you're recording simply by pressing F9. Phrase is used, control K unavailable you. Um, this also applies to sections in the sections menu. There's a similar command. Um, phrases, uh, a phrase can be used or unused. So even if you have um, more audio than you need, let's say, in your project, you can actually label a phrase or even a complete section as unused so that when you come to compile your daisy book, these unused portions will not end up in your daisy book. Why would you want to do that? Well, for example, you could do a version of a daisy book in a complete form, and then if you were to do an abridged version, you could delete, certain, not delete, but mark certain phrases or even chapters as unused so that the final product is simply generated uh, by marking areas rather than deleting audio. Assign role unavailable A. Assign role. I mentioned earlier about uh, a phrase can have a special role, such as a page or uh, a heading. And again, this can be done with keystrokes on the fly, so that if your reader is turning a page, uh, they can begin a new phrase and label it with a keystroke as a new page. Clear role, control, shift, C, unavailable, C. And that just clears any role that's been specified for a particular phrase. Edit custom roles, D. Uh, you can create your own kind of divisions within audio, but uh, there doesn't seem to be much help in relation to that. Apply phrase detection, D. Apply phrase detection uh, is something that you can do to split an existing section, such as an imported audio file or um, something that you've just recorded. Audio selection unavailable, O. Audio selection. Go to. Go to. D. Not something that we'll deal with at the moment. Delete following phrases, F. Um, if you're highlighting one phrase in, uh, in a section, you can delete all the phrases after that by invoking this command. Add blank phrase control be unavailable. And then we're back to the add blank phrase and that's the phrases menu. Now the interesting command there is the phrase detection, which is an automatic process which looks at the audio and if it finds pauses between uh, things that you say or things that are recorded, it will automatically mark a new phrase point and split the audio up. Um, the parameters for that uh, can be set in the preferences dialog as well. So let's um, apply phrase detection to the first thing I recorded in section one, but I'll go to the tree view first of all. Inserted section 8.92s, depth two, one phrase. Oh, I think we're in the contents view, so press F6. Review. Inserted section 1 of 1 level. Right, we'll go to... Level 0. Recorded voice expanded 1 of 2. That's the one. Back to contents view. Recorded voice 34.57s. Depth 1 to phrases. I'll press Alt and P. File Alt F. Phrases. Add blank. Phrase control. Crop audio. Phrase is to do F. Phrase is used. Assign role and clear role control. Edit custom roles. Apply phrase detection. That's D. the one. Selected item control shift PT. Um, it's asking me if I want to apply it to the selected item, which will be phrase one. Multiple sections L. Or to multiple sections. Well, we just want it to be the particular section. Selected item control. Or the selected item. No preceding silence phrase dialog. There was no silence phrase preceding the selection, so default values will be used. You can still modify these default settings freely, or cancel and select a silence phrase. OK button. 
Now, that dialogue came up because if you're uh, producing a book professionally, you want to make sure that all your phrases are properly organised in advance, in which case you can put in a pre-phase silence, which you can uh, put in from the preferences dialogue. I'll just press OK here. Phrase detection settings. OK button auto. Um, We'll just keep that. Cancel button auto C. Recorded voice C. Documents and settings in my documents record. Now, I'm going to check the status bar. Status strip on selected section recorded voice 34.57s. Depth 1. 11 phrases in content view. Now we have 11 phrases. Uh, we didn't have that many before, so let's press play. This is the first sentence of the first recording. This is the second sentence of the first recording. Phrase 3.45 seconds. Phrase 4.15 seconds. Phrase 1.2 seconds. Phrase 4.1, phrase 1.2 seconds. Right, now it's detecting the fact that there are different phrases here. I'm going to play this one again. And that's just the space. I'm going to right arrow to the next one. Phrase 4.1. This is the first sentence of the first recording. And that's all. So by going through the phrases here, uh, by using left and right arrow, I'm able to navigate to each of the phrases. And what it has done is that it has used the silence that there was uh, before the recording actually began as a single phrase. And if I didn't want that silence, which I don't, I'll just go back to it. Phrase 1.2 seconds. I'll just delete it. So if I press play, phrase. this is the first sentence of the... Immediately it starts that particular sentence. If I then go to the next one... Phrase 3.45 seconds. This is the second sentence of the first recording. And you see it has used the pause to uh, split that up into that second phrase. I'll go to the next one. Phrase 4.32 seconds. And you will notice that as I am speaking, I am putting in some pauses. Now, you remember earlier in the podcast, I showed you a function on the transport bar called Play on Navigate. Uh, I'm going to turn that back on again. File Alt F sections or phrase transport Alt Play P pause up stop fast preview record navigation F preview play on navigate N. I'm going to put the the tick in that by pressing Enter. Checked. Phrase four point three. And what that means is that as soon as I navigate to a phrase, it will start playing. So I'm going to go back now to the second sentence. This is the phrase second sentence of the first recording, and it starts playing immediately. I'm going to put uh, NVDA into sleep mode. Sleep mode on so that I don't hear NVDA. And this is, I'm going to hit left. This is the first sentence of the first recording, right? This is the second sentence of the first recording. And you will notice that as I, because that will be useful for the, and this is the last, right? This is, remember that aborted phrase? Well, I'm on it, I've just pressed delete. This is the last sentence, aha, of the first recording. Because the pause, in the middle of that sentence was slightly greater than the uh, default gap that the phrase detection uses to split phrases. It's obviously split that sentence into two. This is an example where we could uh, merge the, the phrase if we wanted to. And we can merge it by going to the phrases menu. I'll do Alt P. Add blank phrase control, add import, split phrase, merge M. Merge with next phrase control, MM. Which is what we want. Phrase 4.83. So I'll play this phrase again. This is the last sentence of the first recording. 
And you will see that it has joined it up with the last part and created one phrase. So if you are going to be producing a properly formatted daisy book, then you will be using these phrases and they can either be added after the recording with phrase detection or, as I mentioned earlier, they can be created on the fly by the reader by pressing various keystrokes. And, uh, of course, by using the to-do command, which is F9, the reader can also indicate uh, sections which might have to be edited out, for example, various mistakes. I won't be going into the rest of the functions relating to phrases, but suffice to say that OB 2.0 seems to have a fairly comprehensive toolkit for producing your own daisy books. Well, here we are, out and about again. I suppose the acid test is, will this uh, daisy book play on my Victor Reader stream? Well, I'll transfer the files over. I'm going to turn it on and see. Excellent. So there you have it. OB 2.0 seems to be a fairly comprehensive and easy to use piece of software. In terms of accessibility, it has one or two problems, particularly if you're using JAWS as opposed to NVDA. And in terms of reliability, well, it's not 100%. There was a couple of times when I got uh, unhandled exception errors. Um, when quitting procedures such as exporting to DAISY or importing audio. And I think that uh, OB has some work to do on the software before it becomes uh, fully robust. But for an application which is absolutely free, I think you can't beat it. If you would like to find out more about OB 2.0, then you can check out the podcast notes at my website at www vict-consultancy.co.uk where you will also find available for download a daisy book uh, prepared by me using OB 2.0 which gives step-by-step tutorials to all of the features of this application. Worth checking out. Or if you want to leave any comments you can send an email to me, Paul Warner, at my email address which is paul at vict dash consultancy.co.uk Thanks for listening. VICT Consultancy following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. 
Welcome to this demonstration of using a voiceover in Mountain Lion. In this demonstration, I want to show you something slightly different to do with Spotlight as far as voiceover is concerned. But before I get into that, let me just say that my MacBook Pro is turned on, voiceover is running, and as usual, let me start from known spot on my Mac by going to the desktop with Shift VOD remembering that the VO keys are the control and option keys held down together. So that's shift VOD or shift control option D and I'll do that now. Desktop Dropbox alias selected alias. Okay, so I'm on my desktop. Now in Lion and previous versions of the OS and voiceover, if we held down VO keys, control and option and pressed M three times, we would get to the spotlight menu. Now if I do that now, so I'm going to hold down Control and Option and press M three times. Menu bar, Apple. Menu extras, Notification Center. Menu extra. Menu extras, Notification Center. Menu extra. Okay, so that's actually no longer going to work anymore because there is only now two VOMs that basically takes you between your Apple menu or the main menu and your extras menu, which is to be called the status menu. So let me just press the Escape key. Closing menu, Dropbox alias, selected alias. Okay, so let me do that slowly now. So if I do VOM or control option M. Menu bar, Apple. Okay, that's our Apple menu. So if I did VO right arrow. Finder, control file. Right arrow, that's our main menu. VOM or control option M again. Menu extras, notification center, menu okay, extra. Notification center, one of the new options in Mount Line on your extras menu. If I do VOM or control option M again. Menu bar, Apple. Okay, we come back to the Apple menu. Now where Spotlight is, it's still in the Extras menu. So if I do VOM or Control Option M again. Menu Extras, Notification Center, Menu Extra. Okay, now that was the last option I was actually using. So I'm going to do VO left arrow, Control Option left arrow. Spotlight Menu, Menu Extra. Okay, there's the Spotlight menu. If I do VO Spacebar, Control Option Spacebar. Spotlight Search Text Field. And now I'm in the Spotlight Search Edit Field that you used to be able to get to by doing VOM three times. So what I would suggest now that you use to get the spotlight, let me just press the escape key. Dropbox alias, selected alias, finder, desktop, Dropbox alias, selected alias. Is to use the Mac OS command, which has always just been command spacebar. So I'll do that now. Spotlight search text field. Okay, and there's your spotlight search text field ready to go. So remember, no VOM three times anymore. You can get to the spotlight edit field on your extras menu. However, what I'd suggest, as I've just demonstrated, is doing command spacebar when you're in the finder to bring up Spotlight. So that concludes this short demonstration of a slight change to accessing Spotlight with VoiceOver on your Mac with Mountain Lion. I hope you've enjoyed this demonstration. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Hello, main menu listeners. This is Macy McLean, and today I'm here to demonstrate for you the NFB Newsline iOS app. First of all, for those of you who don't know what NFB Newsline is, I will give a brief description. NFB Newsline is a service put out by the National Federation of the Blind along with state sponsors. NFB Newsline is currently not available in some states. It is currently only available in the United States, and it is free. With NFB Newsline, you can read newspapers, magazines, TV listings, job openings, and more. So, with that said, 
let us unlock my iPhone and I'm going to show you how this app works. Here we go. Two notifications. Twitter. Twitter. Mentioned by slide to unlock. And I'm going to unlock messages. All right. So I am sitting on my home screen. I'm going to go to the news and entertainment folder where I have the NFB Newsline app. Lifestyle folder. 11 news and entertainment folder. 11 apps. There it is. News and entertainment. NFB Newsline. There we go. NFB Newsline. NFB Newsline mobile. Heading. All right. So one thing I did forget to mention about the app, you can only have it on five authorized devices. I'm assuming, I'm not exactly sure how that works, getting authorized and everything, but to log into the service, you'll need a six-digit identification PIN number and a four-digit security code. I have already logged into the service, so let's look through the app and see what there is. Publications button. The first thing NFB Newsline is mobile. Heading. the NFB Newsline mobile heading. Publications button. Publications. TV listings button. TV listings. Welcome. Macy McLean. And this is a welcome screen for me since I'm logged in. Send an email with your questions or comments to nfbnewsline-ios at nfb.org button. You can send an email to nfbnewsline-ios at nfb.org. And if you double tap on this, I will not do this, but if you double tap on this button, it will open up the mail app and put the email address in the to field. And then all you have to do is put in the message. Settings button. There's settings. Subscriptions button. Subscriptions. Those are not favorites, but you can add these. And what these will do is they will allow you to download the paper onto your device. Help, which it doesn't really give a lot. It just talks about Newsline and all that stuff. And that's all there is. So let's go into settings. Settings button. Settings. Home. Back button. There's a home back button. Settings. Heading. Manage favorites button. You can put these in. And like I said, there are a number of ways to access NFB Newsline, which is one of these. And favorites is just where you would go and you have your favorites that you can listen to and read. I have a few favorites in here. I think I just have one. But anyway, manage subscriptions button. Manage subscriptions. Subscriptions. What I talked about earlier was, you know, that you could download the papers to your iOS device. Enter your NFB credentials. Now this is weird. I have my NFB credentials already into the app. I'm not exactly sure why this is. I think they should fix this in a future update. Subscribe. Security. Four carat cancel button. There's a cancel button. Login. Copyright 2012. National Federation of the Blind. All rights reserved. And a login button and then some copyright information. Version 1.0. Installation ID. I-11853. And then version number and installation ID. So we are going to go back. Home. Back button. NFB Newsline Mobile. Heading. All right. So I'm going to show you how to read a publication. Publications. Button. So we're going to go to publications. Publications. Home. Back button. Publications. Heading. Your favorites. You can click on your favorites. Search for a publication. Search field. Or you can search for a publication. I'm just going to pick one at random. Capital C. Heading. Columbus Dispatch. Ohio 06 slash 21 slash 2012. These are the publications that I have. Publication options. Button. There's a publication options. Alert. Publication options. All publications. Button. Which, that's kind of weird. You have to go into publications and then go into publication options to be able to look at other publications. So I'm just, I'm going to go through these quickly. Publication, all publications. Button. There's all publications. Favorites. Button. Favorites. Magazines. Button. Magazines. Ohio publications. Button. Publications for my state, which is Ohio. Ohio info. Button. Publication groups. Button. Cancel button. Button. And then there's cancel button. I'm going to click on the cancel button. Publications. Publication options. Button. And I'm just going to read... The Columbus Dispatch first, because that's already in my publications. Columbus, capital C, Columbus Dispatch. 
There we go. Columbus Dispatch, Ohio. Columbus Dispatch, Ohio. Heading. Current issue. 06 slash 21 slash 2012. There's the current issue, which should not be June 1st. I don't understand that. Full paper. Button. Business 7 articles. There's full paper, and then the, here are the sections of the paper. And there's business, columnists, etc., etc. If you don't want to look at the different sections, you can look at the full paper. Full paper. So I'm going to look at the full paper. Columbus Dispatch, Ohio, home, back button, the Columbus Dis home, back business, heading level two. Okay, so to navigate through the sections, you have to switch your rotor to headings and move down. I do a one finger flick down, and I'm going to do that. Headings. There we go. Home sales rise in May in Central Ohio, statewide, heading level three. These are the different articles within the business category. OCLC changes position. We'll keep current president, CEO, heading level three. Farmers harvesting food crops early after warm spring, heading level three. This one sounds kind of interesting, so I am going to read this one. And you can do like a two-finger flick down, or you could flick right or left, depending. So I'm going to read this one, a little bit of this. By Mary Bannock to Columbus Dispatch Thursday, June 21st, 2012, 5, 18 a.m. Don't blink. Or you might miss some of your favorite Ohio-grown fruits or vegetables. This year's early spring and unusually warm weather in late May are bringing harvests of sweet corn and other crops earlier than usual. Yummy. All right. So, that's how you uh, read a paper. I'm going to show you how to search for a publication. Home. Back button. Columbus Dispatch. Ohio. Publications. Back button. All right. Selected. Publications. Columbus Dispatch. Ohio 06 slash 21 slash 2012. Publication options. Button. Now, I did talk about the publication options, so I'm going to go ahead and click that, and I'm going to click All Publications. Alert. Publication options. All publications. Button. Can I click All Publications? Publications. Publication options. Button. Okay, and I'm just going to click one at random. Aaron Space 07 slash Akron Beacon Journal 0 Allentown Morning Call 06 slash 21 slash 2012. Let's look at that one. Allentown Morning Call. Publications. Allentown Morning Call. Heading. Current issue. 06 slash 21 slash 2000. Full paper. Button. Again, this is the same thing as before. You can go to the full paper and look at the different sections. Allentown six articles. Bethlehem one articles. Business news for articles. Etc. Etc. Now, I'm going to show you the subscriptions. Publications. Home. Back button. NF publication. TV listing. Welcome. May send it. NFB settings. But subscriptions. Button. Here we go. Subscription list. Columbus Dispatch. Ohio 06 slash 20 slash 2012 edition 11. Now, the subscription list shows all of the subscriptions that I have. So, I'm going to go through these. Columbus Dispatch, Ohio 06 slash 21 slash update subscriptions button. There's an update subscriptions. If you are kind of, like, far behind and want your things to be downloading, you can do that. I'm going to double tap on that. Columbus Dispatch, Oops. Ohio Columbus update subscriptions. There button. we go. Downloading subscriptions. It's downloading. Download complete. Doesn't take very long. Took maybe a couple seconds. And now I'm going to see what they are. Columbus Dispatch, Ohio's update subscriptions. Button. Columbus Dispatch, Columbus Dispatch, Columbus Dispatch, Ohio 06, capital C, heading. Braille monitor 06 slash 01 slash 2012 edition 127. Braille monitor 05 slash 01 slash 2012 edition 127. I'm going to look at one list. of these. Home. Articles 12 articles. About the Braille monitor 1 articles. View full paper. Home. Braille, mon Braille monitor 05. View full paper. Button. About the Braille monitor 1 articles. And this is the same thing as before. When you looked at the other papers and stuff like that. I'm not going to go through TV listings because I don't exactly, I don't use those and it's, the app is pretty self-explanatory and if you need help, I can give contact info at the end of this review, which I think I will do now. 
There we go. So, there are a number of ways in which you can contact me. I'm on Twitter at twitter.com slash Macy McLean, M-A-C-Y-M-C-C-L-A-I-N. You can send an email to Macy, M-A-C-Y at Asmodian.net. That is M as in Mary, A-C-Y at A-S-M-O-D-E-A-N dot net. And that goes for if you have any questions or comments about the review or if you just want to get in touch. Like I said earlier, to get in touch and talk to the developers about the app and to give them suggestions and your feedback. So you can send an email to nfbnewsline-ios at nfb.org if you have any feedback, concerns, questions, comments, etc. The two above ways of contacting me will work if you would like to get in touch I would give this app a rating of 4 out of 5. There are a few things that are a little bit weird in this app, but overall this app, for an initial 1.0 release, is very good. I hope you have enjoyed this review, and like I said, if you have any comments or questions, you can follow me on Twitter, or you can email me. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have enjoyed this review. For Main Menu, I'm Macy McLean. The following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this demonstration of using VoiceOver in Mountain Lion. And in this demonstration, I'm actually going to show you how you can actually change the sound output that VoiceOver uses independently of what your system sound is using. So in other words, you can redirect the VoiceOver output to another output device, such as an external speaker or headset. Now before I get into that, let me just say that my MacBook Pro is turned on, VoiceOver is running, and as usual, let me start from a known spot on my Mac by going to the desktop with shift VOD, of course the VO keys being the control and option keys held down together. So I'll do that now, shift VOD or shift control option D. Desktop, Dropbox, selected alias. To get to the sound preferences in VoiceOver, we need to go to the VoiceOver utility menu, and of course that's VOF8 or control option F8. Opening, VoiceOver Utility, VoiceOver Utility Window, Utility Categories, Table, Row 1 of 10, General, Selected. Okay, now I want to get down to Sound, so I'm going to do S-O-U. Sound. And now V-O right arrow, Control Option right arrow. Mute Sound Effects, Uncheck Checkbox, Enable Positional Audio, Check Checkbox, Output Device. And that's the one we want, Output Device. So one more to go, V-O right arrow, Control Option right arrow for the control. System Default Output Device, Pop-Up Button. Okay, so at the moment my sound for VoiceOver is going out to my default system sound settings, of course, which is currently my USB stroke headset mixer. Okay, so let's do VA spacebar, control option spacebar. Menu 5 items check mark, system default. Now I want to change it to the internal speaker. So I'm going to do VO down arrow or control option down arrow. Jam box by Jawbone Stereo. That's my jam box. Built in output. And built in output, which is my MacBook Pro internal speaker. I'm going to do VO spacebar, control option spacebar to select it. Interact with dialogue for 
window. Voiceover utility. Confirm new audio setting. Confirm new audio setting. Click confirm to use the new audio setting. Click revert to revert to the previous audio setting. Will automatically revert in 30 seconds. Okay, so it's automatically going to revert back to the current setting in 30 seconds. However, I don't want to do that. So I'm going to do VO Roger. Control Option Runner. Click Confirm to use the new audio setting. Will automatically revert. Revert. Confirm button. Okay, confirm. VO Spacebar. Control Option Spacebar. Closing dialog. Okay, now if I check where my cursor is, VO F3 or Control Option F3. Built in output. Output device. Pop up button is in the voiceover cursor. Okay, so I now have my voiceover sound going through my internal speaker on my MacBook Pro and my system sound is still going through my headset. So for example, if I play iTunes with function key F8. Okay, so as you can tell, uh, iTunes is still coming through my headset. Now normally I would probably have this the other way around. I'd probably have my iTunes sound or system sound going through my internal speaker, and then I'd have voiceover coming through my headphones, i.e. when you're watching a movie, then you really don't get the voiceover coming over the top of the movie. It's actually in your headset. It's almost like using audio description at the movies, at least in Australia, where you've got the movie itself playing normally, and then you've just got your headset for the audio description listening to the audio description of the movie. So in some ways, you can use voiceover in the same way on your Mac with Mountain Lion. Okay, so let me just put my sound back to my USB stroke headset. So I'm going to do VO F3 or Control Option F3 just to double check my name again. Built in output, output device, pop up. Okay, I'm still on this control, so I'm going to do VO spacebar, Control Option spacebar. Menu 5, items check mark, built in output. VO down arrow, Control Option down arrow. USB audio codec. That's the one I want, USB codec, which is my mixer headset. So VO spacebar, Control Option spacebar. Interact with dialog for window voiceover utility. Confirm new audio setting. Confirm new audio setting. Click confirm to use the new audio setting. Okay, so via radio construction runner. Click confirm will automatically revert confirm button. Okay, via spacebar construction spacebar. Closing dialog. So now if I do VO F3 Construction F3. USB audio codec output device pop-up yeah, button is in the voiceover cursor. And we can actually hear the fact that voiceover is now back on my headset. Now that setting where it actually switches as you may not have heard in the dialogue it will revert to your current audio setting in 30 seconds if you don't do anything and that's quite a good advantage because sometimes when i redirect sound perhaps out to my apple tv in the boys toy room or the lounge room or another audio output source sometimes it actually doesn't speak so i end up with no speech at all but if I just wait 30 seconds, it comes back to my current audio setting. Very nice feature, because that means I don't have to then go out and ask a sighted person or plug in my browser display with voiceover and get my sound back that way. So let me just close down voiceover utility for the moment with command Q. Finder, desktop, Dropbox, selected alias. And back to my desktop. And that concludes this demonstration of redirecting the sound output from voiceover independently of your system sound to another audio source such as a headset or external speakers. I hope you've enjoyed this demonstration. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services.
behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.